0: good morning, a good morgan, a good nerf, Shabbos Kodesh Erev Shabbos Erev Shabbos we're holding in the beginning of the month of other Ah, besimcha, and I saw, I heard just now from Rav Lassari Shlita that he says that when the month of other comes in, there's a chiev for every single individual to be happy and to extend happiness and to bring happiness and not only does it is it for the month of other it's also for the month of Nisan. that means the next two months these are the months of geula the months of simcha the months that the the, the mazel of Kla yisrael is changing and we hope and we pray and we daven that there should be a lot of simcha for all of Kla yisrael and even though we've had a lot of tsaris, but now is the time for us to push away the tsaris and us to focus on really the good, the good side of life. As I saw someone sent me a, a little message before Shabbos, and he says, we can't always choose the music that life plays for us, but we can choose how we dance to it. And I think that's a great lesson. HaKadosh Baruch is the one that gives us the music. We have to know how to dance with. The simcha comes to us because we recognize two aspects. I was thinking we should speak a little bit about these aspects, and maybe also start off the podcast today with a little more of a happier note and a little more of what the simcha, and what the month of other is, the season, maybe some Ramazim in the Megillus Esther before we go on to Parshas Truma. So one of the things that we recognize. That how do we how do we maintain our simcha or how do we create simcha, like the Mishnah says, Ezel Asher, who is a true wealthy person has a person that is happy with his lot. When we recognize, like we said before, we can't always change, we can't we can't always choose the music, but we can learn how to dance with it. Hakadosh Baruch gives us the lot, and echad if it's a little bit or if it's a lot, but we have to recognize when we recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one that gives us our chalik and we should be happy with it and when we see the glass as not only being half full but maybe being full full, then this is a tremendous tremendous Simcha, an aspect of bringing Simcha into our lives another aspect of Simcha is is for a person to recognize the Emes, when a person has a relationship with truth and a person recognizes he's living a life of truth, he's not living a life of sheker, then that himself brings a person to the greatest simcha that he can possibly have. And when a person goes with his emes, and he follows the emes under all circumstances, then that itself is the greatest simcha. As we know, the famous Chazal, ain't simcha katores hasveikas. There's no simcha like a person who removes the doubts. Yuduah, do, that the, the Gevatia of Safik is 240, the Gevatia of Amalek is 240. How do we How do we get Timcha Ezeicha Amalek? By removing the doubts. When a person connects himself to the truth, and the truth is the Rabbi Nishalalalam, the truth is the Torah, the truth, the truth is Kla Yisrael. When we bring the Shechina into our midst, and we recognize that the Torah allows us. That gives us the, the 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 pathway for us to, to to connect to the truth, then we're connected to the truth. We remove all sveikas, We have no doubts, and when a person has no doubts, then he truly is besimcha, because eg simcha katars asvickers. Last night I was at the wedding of one of the children, the daughter of uh, one of our wonderful rabbin from Niryaka, Rabbi from and I was sitting down next to a, a yid. Someone placed me next to him, a Yid who came from England, who moved now, made Aliyah. seems to be a very, of Yid. And we discussed a little bit he, where he learnt. <coughs> He's a little bit older than I am, and he learnt in Gateshead. He grew up, I think, in Sunderland, and he went to Gateshead. And then he said he was in Panovich for four months. I said, Who did you learn by in Panovich? He said he heard Shiurim from the Risheshivas in those days, Reb David Pavarsky, and he was also to meet the Panovich Herav. And he told me an interesting story about how he uh, he, he met the Panovich Herav both in the yeshiva and Panovich, and then when he returned back home, it seems the Panovich Herav used to come to Sunderland and he as a young boy it was already yeshiva bachar, he was able to malav him because he learned in Panovich and he said when the Panovich Herav came, the Panovich Herav said to him no, Rebbe, I think his name is uh, Yankul, he says, Yanko what were you, Mechadish? So he said, it wasn't Mechadish anything. <laughs> he, was, he was honest, it wasn't Mechadish anything. The truth is, he says, there was a little bit of like a difference in the derech of Limud, of Panovich, and, and uh, Gateset. In Gateset, they used to learn very, very slow and meticulous, and it took them a long time. He says, Masech the Baba Master, took them a year and a half. And in Panovich, they learned a lot more uh, quicker, and they got more yudas, so the Panevich Shirov said to him, Oh, you know, he said to him in a nice way, he says, No, tell me what Reblayb, Reblayb uh, Gurvitz or Reblayb Malin, or Lapyan, Lapian, two of the Risheshivas of Gateset, I think he meant Reblayb Gurvitz, he said, What was Reblayb Machadish? So he says, Oh, and he started telling him something that Reblayb was Machadish. Meaning to say that the Derek of Limud in, in the uh, Gateset yeshiva was to not be mechadish on your, own, on your own, but to listen to the shiurim and to say over what the Shivas told them. While in Panovich, they tried to create an environment where the bachron themselves would become their own mechadshim. But as but he was bringing out that the Panovich, he didn't come along and give like musr, you know, like, why aren't you learning an Arderich? He just said, no, let me hear a little bit. Then he was able to speak to him and learning in a sugya. He even told me the sugya was in, I think, Yevamus, the sugya of um, of, um, of uh, the whole sugya over there so the main thing, a person remembers when he spoke to the Panovich rub over 45 years ago so I told him I want to share with him a Panovich rub story that I just said over recently I heard that when the Panovich was in Raden and I think I'm bringing this out we should try to understand that uh, when we remove the svekas. And we recognize that we have so much that we can add on to another person's life. That's also an aspect of simcha to share the simcha with others. So he said, the Ponovitcherov, when he was in Raden, he was an elder Bakr, and he always used to try to be makar of the young bacher. And one day he saw there was a certain Bakr in the middle of the night seder, who was very like alone and lonely, and he didn't look like he was in a good mood. So he went over to him. And he said to him, you know, how are you doing? What's going on? How are you, how are you getting in the yeshiva? Do you have chavruzes? He said to him, listen, I'll be honest with you. You know, it's my first time I'm away from home. You have to realize even in those days, the bochum, they left early. Raden wasn't the yeshiva only for like elder bochum. They even had younger bachim. So He said it was a young boy, maybe 14, 15 years old. First time he was away from home. He missed his home. And he says he doesn't really have chavruzes. He doesn't really have a connection with the rabbi and he's alone, and he feels depressed. So the panavich rubbed didn't say to him, oh, come, you know, I'll, I'll make a chavrusu. He said, he said something very interesting. He says, come. It was, it was late, late at night. He says, come, let's go outside the base medrash, and we'll have a shtickle wrestling match. It sounds a little strange, panavich rubbed, but then he was the panavich Kahneman. but he saw that this is what the boy needed, and they, they had a wrestling match. That's what the boys used to do in those days, a little bit of athletics. And they, they wrestled for 20 minutes, a half hour. And they, he got him to laugh and to smile and to and to have some physical exercise. And he says that person, eventually, he was able to get through the war. We know the Panovich Rav lost his entire family. The Panovich Rav was able to build the great Panovich Yeshiva. And the Panovich Rav went to South Africa and this year became a big usher. He became a very wealthy person and he used to be the, President, the Nasi of the Panovich Yeshiva in South Africa. And he said, because he had such a koresh because because Yusuf Kahneman was the one that gave him a tam. He gave him a connection. And I think it's really a great lesson. A lot of times, you know, that we we, 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 we look at the world and we run around. What can we do Some, just to smile at another person? Sometimes it means to have a relationship, to take him out for a wrestling match. Ah! So for those of you who are wrestlers, just remember that the Rav was a wrestler as well. I don't know if he was a professional wrestler, but he definitely, that was one of the athletic things that he had in his repertoire. Ah, Rabbi Saib, before we go into the parish, let's just say a few Ramazim on the Megillah Esther. Gevaldike Ramazim, I saw from the Bal Rekayach, I wanted to share with you the beginning of the of the Megillah Esther. We should have a little time of the Megillah we know that uh, the beginning of the parsha, the beginning of the S of, of the Megillah begins with the words Va'yehi, and the end of the of the Megillah is the word Zarei. The beginning is "vahi, be and then it says David David uh, Toivla right? Ulechol Zarei. That's the last word. So the last word in Megillah Esther? Is Zarei? So the the Rekev says Gavaldik Gavaldik Erevus. What's the of the karamas? Let's take a look at it to make sure. Yeah. That's the end of the Megillah. So the the, the says that the gematria of Vayehi and Zarei is the gematria of Mordechai Yehudi. If you want to know who was the true Vayehi Zarei, who was the true Zarei of the Jewish people. That's really the gematria of Mordechai Yehudi. Mordechai Yehudi is the one that he depicts really what, um, what the ziro is. How many times does it say Esther in the Megillus Esther? Oh, well, if I wouldn't have had the Rakech, I wouldn't have known. But the Rakech spells it out for me. He says it's, it's 54 times it says the words Esther, and one time it says the name Hadassah. So her name is mentioned, a composite of 55, but 54 Esthers and one Hadassah. Well, it's interesting. Haman is also mentioned fifty-four times, uh, fifty-four times in the Megillah. And one times his name is mentioned as Memuchan. So again, it's fifty-five times. So first of all, we see that Esther is the one that's able to combat the Haman. And also, it says forty-five times, forty-five. Excuse me. For, excuse me. not forty-five. Fifty-four times. Fifty-four times it says Haman. It says fifty-four times Esther. One time it says Adasa. One time it says Amukhan. Fifty-four times it says Haman, and four times it mentions his wife Zeresh. How many times does it mention Mordechai in the Megillah? Oh! fifty-four. 54 times it mentions. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fifty-eight times it mentions Mordechai. Gam so u'mazeh osa. Mordechai is able to combat Haman and Zeresh, and Esther is able to combat Esther and Hadassah, able to combat Haman and Memuchan. It's also interesting that in the, the B'nai Haman, if you take a look at the B'nai Haman, we know that it has different names. It says 54 letters were the composite of all of the sons of Haman. Oh, the Pasuk says, The Rashi Tevis of those different words the Lamed, the Hey, the Aleph, the Vav, the Vav, and the Vav—they also com- comply, compile fifty-four. Fifty-four numerical value of 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 fifty-four. So the Bnei Haman—they are eradicated by the Yehudim. Ha'isa Oyre v'Simcha v'Sasam Yikar. The more Simcha v'Sasam Yikar that we have, we're able to combat the Bnei Haman. The last one we'll just say is just to. A uh, cute little Vart uh, Remas and the Megillah Sester as we're getting into the Parsha of uh, the, the the month of Adar. We know that there's a Machleikas that Rashi brings down in Megillah. Who was Achash Was Achash a wise person or was he a Tipish? Who's the Machleikas between? It's Machleikas between Rav and Shmuel. It's a Gemara and Megillah and it's Tafanyud Be'ezam and Aleph and it says, Rab and Shmuel, Chadam ha'ma melech Haya, the Chadam ha'ma melech tipish Haya. Very interesting. Beihi bimeyach Ashverosh, the word Ashverosh, the the name Ashverosh, is Rashi Tevis, Adam, Ches Chacham, Shin Shaita. It's a question. Was he Adam Chacham or Shaita? The Vav Upligi, the Reish Rav, Vav Shin Ushmu, Rashi Tevis Ashverosh. In the name Ashverosh, we have the remez. Of the machlokes between Rav and Shmuel, who was Achashverosh? Was he a chacham, or was he a And it was machlokes between Rav and Shmuel. Ah, let's go on to the parsha, parsha's Truma. Wow, the parsha's Truma is also a great, great parsha, and there's no question that if we if we 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 find it in the beginning of the month of other the parsha of Truma. There's some Ramazim over here in the Truma. Which will help us to understand a little bit better how we get simcha. So first of all, just uh, we'll just go off on a, it's very very simple. Uh, we said before that the Torah, which is the Emes that brings us that brings us simcha, because we get rid of the Svekas. So Truma, the Bala term says Truma stands for the word Torah and the Mem, which is being that the Torah was given in Mem, in Mem Yom, and it's also given to the Oichle Chuma, which is also, which was Lemem and Lenit Terah Ella Oichle Haman. So that's also the union of the Mem. The um, the parsha of the Yichle Chuma is right after the Parshas of the Torah, of Parashis Yisrael and Parashis Mishpatim, because the Torah is what we have to recognize, that's really the Mem of the Torah, the Chuma. The Chuma. We know we have the nidves hamishkan. What do they bring it for? They brought the nidves for the mishkan for the Kalim. or the Kalim, the Oren, the menorah, the mizbeach, the shulchan. In previous years, we've spoken about how each one really reflects a different aspect of um, of a different element which kliyosvill connects to. Now we're going to speak just some simple things which are pretty yidua, but there's such gavaldik lessons for us. The first one is the Orin. The Torah speaks about the aren and everyone describes, The Ramban already explains why do we say, why do we discuss the aren as being the first, the first one? So the answer is, is that the main focus, and we're soon going to see that according to many, many sheets, this is really the tachlis of the Mishkan, the main focus of the Mishkan was in the aren As the Ramban says, it's a remez, that kol Yisrael was mishtatif in the creation of the Aaron. Why? Because the Aaron represented the Shechina. And it's teaching us that every single person can have a Chelek in the Torah. Because interestingly enough, if you take a look at Perak Hafei Apostol Yud, it uses the Lashon V'osu as Aset Shittim. Asu is a Lashon Rabbim. By like all the other Kailin, it says V'asisa. So it's really speaking to um, either Bezalel, or to different individuals, not necessarily to every single person. But in the Aaron, every single person has a chilek of the Aaron. Why? Because the Torah is hefker The Torah belongs to everybody. And this is really the message, this is really the message of the, um, of why we discuss the arun as being the, the primary, because it's teaching us that every single person has a chaluk of the Torah. And here, as we said before, it's Echad It doesn't make a difference. You can learn a little bit and you can learn a lot. Everyone has the ability to be, have a chaluk, to be oisik in the Torah. And we see today, today Baruch Hashem, the dafayayaymi has spread out. Now we have the Dafayami on, on, on Yushalmi. It's become a, a of the Klal Yisrael. The other way we see it is in the Midas of the aren The aren uh, has broken Midas. Because in the Torah, the te- Torah is teaching us that a person shouldn't think that if he learns Torah, he completed it. Now, there's always more to learn in Torah. I always say over that my Rebbe Rav Moshe Feinstein, he once called up his nephew and he said, it comes, comes to me a mazal So he said, uh, what's, what's the mazal He says, the the tov, I finished shas for the second time. She <clears throat> so says, uh, uh, finished shas for the second time. didn't finished shas so many times. He says, no, I finished it the second time 101 times. Riv Moshe had finished it the 202nd time. And he felt a tremendous simcha that he was oikha, to learn Shas, because it says, Rav Moshe was able to learn a 101 times, twice, at least 200 and times, 202 times, he was able to Chazer Shas, and when we say Rav Moshe Chazer Shas, whoa, 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 Shas. Now, I always raise the point that, what was Rav Moshe, what, what was his need to hazard it again and again? He already knew it. If you learned it 101 times, he already knew it. What's the Pshad? had to learn it so many times. The answer is that the Torah is Rechav Minayam. The Torah is so deep, there's always a new insight. Even the great Rav Moshe, even, even Rav Moshe was able to see the greatness of the Torah because he has it so many times and he delved into it. And this is a lesson for us. The Sh'oren had broken Midas, didn't have complete Midas, because they're teaching us every single person has a Chalik of the Torah. And not only for people that learn the Torah. Let's say you can't learn the Torah, you don't have time to learn the Torah. As, much as other people, but you can support the Lamde Torah. You can be mahsik the Torah. And that's the union you know, of the Atzei Shitim. The carrying of the Aren was carried and it never left it, illa Yasurimim because the mahsikhe Torah, they always have to be connected to the Torah. When a person supports, supports a base madrash, supports a yeshiva, supports a good Torah institution, then he has the chalik of the Aren. The Shulchan, we know, is Parnasa, Mazainis, over there the Midas are all equal. Remember, here it says, Amasayim right? Because in Shulchan, a person has to be Mestapic. Whatever he gets, he has to be Mestapic. He shouldn't be jealous of another person. He should just recognize that, that Shem is the one that provides, and therefore, there the Bidas are all equal. The famous Pasuk of His eyes, all the Psukim. Or and as do, the famous Alshech Hakadosh, Alshech Hakadosh says that it doesn't say v'oseli migdash but So the Alshech says it's teaching us the purpose of the migdash is really that the shechina should be within every single one of us. So the the over here I saw the Bali Baruch brings down this Alshech and it's teaching us that every single person has to create himself that his slave should be a, uh, a, a, a vestibule, a place where the shechina can reside. And that's really a, a, that's really Ayurveda. Each person has to make himself, every year has to make himself, a mini Migneshma'at. Ma'at. But the question is, so what do we need the Mishkan for? Just make yourself, make your heart, such a fashion. And question number two is, why does the terrorist turn out in Parshish Chuma with the tzivui? of the Yikolit Chuma it explains all the different items that were given, the 13 or the 15 items that were given, the Kesev, the Zav, and the Hashes, the Iris, Medamim, the Avnei Shayam. Why does not it just say the first is it Sivui of creating the Mishkan, and it should mention all the different kalim that were there, the aron, the Menard, and the Zbeach, and the Shulchan, and everything else, and then afterwards, it should say, the Kodosh Baruch went to every single member of Klal Yisrael, the Yikolit Shuma. So bark says, over here we see a Yuvaldag Yisait, the Yisait is, what the Rabbanu really wants is our hearts. And the first Yisait of the Mishkan is, is to create that there's a connection between every single member of Klal Yisrael. That every single member of Klal Yisrael wanted to give Nadiva slave. they wanted to give something to the Mishkan. The Mishkan was the place of ability to be Ma'ached of lavavus of Klal Yisrael. And the first thing is, we have a chiyuv to give truma. Ah, Rabbi said, this is such a great lesson. Really what the purpose of the Mishkan is, is really to be a place where all of Clydesville can gather together and can be part of the same giving to each other to create a edifice, to create the Mishkan, to create a big Dishma'at. And when we give trumas, that's our first chiyuv. And then if with Baruch Hu said that Yisrael wanted to give even before they gave him the, the even before he gave them the the Siver the kalim. he says, now I can tell them the Siver the kalem I can tell them what they can do and I think especially in these days, as we know, Yisrael is torn asunder with so many and so many things that are happening, and we want to we want to have that simcha. so I think the more that we give and the more that we recognize in the diva slave that we have amongst each other. We give for Klal Yisrael, then that will be the elevation that we need in order for us to have a Mishkan. And then our hearts become a Mishkan. Then it's for us Kol Echad I have a wonderful chavra of mine, a big tamad Chacham, Reb Margolin, and Reb is a really a great tamad Chacham. And this week we were learning a little bit in Yanim from the Parsha, and. He just pointed out such a wonderful, wonderful thing and I want to share it with the Eilam. The question is, where did the Rabbanu speak to Moshe Rabbeinu in the Mishkan? So the truth is, it's really a Mephorosh HaPasik and not only a Mephorosh but it's really a Mephorosh Rashi. The Pasik is Pasik Chav Be'ez and Perik Chav he. Before the Shulchan, it says after the Aaron The Rabbanu is going to meet over there, I'm going to speak to you on top of the papyrus of the Arun, which was on the Arun Eidos. Now, Rashi over there points out that there's really a kasha, because later on it says in Vayikra, by Dabra he spoke to him from the Oyomayid, which was the Mishkan Chutzla So there really seems to be a contradiction. So Rashi says, no, there's a third pasuk by Midbar. It says, "Baboy al When Moshe came to Olomayed, the Then he heard the voice that was spoken from Alaka pers. So Moshe Vane went into Olomayed, but where did the call come out from? The call came out from on top of the urn. Moshe was nichlasim to the mishkan. When he got to the Pesach, Rashi says, "Call Yorid ben shamayim so it seems to be before Rashi that Rashi says that uh, the call, the debur was heard from on top of the Mishkan. Now there's a not a very well-known Rashi later on in Parshish Tzava, where Rashi seems to disagree. Rashi says in Parshish Tzava that there's a machlekis between the Chachamim where was the dibor which was done on the kapirus? There he says, there's one day that says, it was me'al mizbeach hanachoshes. It was on top of the mizbeach. And he says, one sheet holds the top of the mizbeach and one sheet holds it was on top of the oren. The question really, why Rashi only says it over there? That's a question that I don't have an answer for. Another question I don't have an answer for is, what does that sheet to hold what is that Rashi going to do with the Pasek in Bamidbar, which says clearly that it was on top of the Kapairiz? Sorry, everyone Anyone has an answer? You're welcome to give me an answer. But my friend, Rabhadr wanted to say, give all the in what the Machoikas is, is between these two different Tanoim. Why does one hold it was on top of the Mizbeach and one holds it was on top of the Oren? The answer is, what was the tatlas of the Mishkan? There's really a machlakis between the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam says in the beginning of Hilpas Beis Abkhira, the purpose of the Mishkan was a place in order to bring karbanis. The Ramban, on the other hand, holds that no, the purpose of the Mishkan was a place, a Baruch Hu wanted, to have a manucha of the Shechina. And therefore, the Aran was the first one, as we said before, of the Kaelin, because this is really the Tachlus of the Mishkan, as the Ramban says in a few places. That the Mishkan was really a continuation of the residing of the Shekhinah at Har Sinai, as I once heard, it was like a thermos bottle. You're able to take that the the the, the Kabbalahs at of Maimed Har Sinai, and it would continued in the Midbar together with the Shekhinah on Har Sinai. Now the Shekhinah and Har Sinai continued in the Mishkan. So according to the Quarantine Ramban, the Tachlis of the Mishkan was not the avoid of the Karbonis. For sure, they had to do the Avedas akabanas, but that's not the Tachlas. The Tachlas is the Shekhinah. According to the Rambam, the Tachlas of the Mignosh was in order to do the Avedas Akabanas. And it could very well be that that's the Gufan between the two Shekhinahs, where was the Shekhinah spoken? Did the Shekhinah speak to Moshe Rabbeinu from the Mizbeach? That's the Shekhinah, the Rambam. That the Tachlas is the Avedas. Or did he speak from the Oren, where the purpose is the Mokim Hashkina. Ah, Rabbi Yisrael, so we see such Gavaldi Yonim, New and Yonim, and we recognize Parshas Truma is together with the month of other. Let's be machavin that all our hearts should be together. Let's be machavin that we mechazik, and be machzik ourselves with the Torah, to either to learn the Torah, to support the Torah, and to remember that the real Truma is the Mem Yomim, that Moshe Rabbeinu was in Har Sinai, and the Torah was given to him to give over to Klal Yisrael. And I think this is really a great lesson. And um, as we enter into the month of other, and we recognize that the truma that we can give to each other is to give each other a good heart, to give each other a good cheer, to give each other a good smile, to wrestle with another friend, not necessarily um, physically, but figuratively, to give a person an opportunity to be another Yid. When we share these thoughts and we raise our levels up, we will takah have true simcha, wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful chaydush of other. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.